Doom, doom, doom. I'm ready for my close up, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> this fool. Oh, 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 oh. You a wild nigga. Oh, wild boy. <laughs> Should I? Uh... I'm ready for my close up. Shit, this shit, <laughs> this shit look ghetto anyway. It's got a ghetto ass AC Sight, unit son, in but there. We cool though. Fuck it. Uh, so um. Yeah, we just gonna wing this shit. All right, let's do it. You know, we used Free, to it. Freestyle off the top, my nigga. It's enough light in here for you, Dub. <laughs> ooh, a, ooh, a, ooh, a, ooh, a, ooh. Kick your freestyle, man. Ooh, yeah. Uh. All right, <laughs> niggas. Let's get it. Welcome to Views from the Floor Podcast. This is Nico. Just cause. Yo, it's Taz. And we here, man, another week. Um, mm-hmm. How was y'all week? I'll get to mine last. Um, it was a week, you know. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. working for the man. Here we <laughs> go. Every night and day. Here we go. Listen, you man. Know, and I've been building. You know, just building on just the things that I want this year. So it's been kind of eventful. All right. All right. What about you, Tashito? Man, weekend was rough, but my my packing knee, shoes, mm, nigga. Man, packing shoes, man. This project we got going on at work with clearing out old aisles and. Adding new locations in, mm-hmm. all the put away product is going to those locations, and it's a mess. But got through that. Uh, my brother and sister in law just had their second child. Word. Shout out to Marquise and Sharice with little baby Dallas. Yeah, she just came home today. Word. Oh, yeah. So, hey man, I feel them because we had a baby in the pandemic too, <laughs> and we getting ready to have one too. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Hopefully, it'd be better by the time. Ah uh, man, yes. Because y'all, y'all. Like I mean, right we had it at like, the beginning, at my the nigga. Beginning of it, dog. Nicole had to wear a face mask. Ball give a label. Yeah, and then eventually the nurse was like, "Take this shit off." <laughs> Word over there can't breathe, about to suffocate. <laughs> Trying to push this fucking baby out. You feel me? <laughs> um. Yeah, how else was your week, man? It was good, man. Just yeah. chill. You know, I had, I had uh, my nephew uh, chasing big Carter Chase? at the house. Yeah, Big Chase, man. Big Chase, Big yeah, Carter? Big... Since everybody's big now. Yeah, literally. And, like, I, the interaction mm-hmm. between them two, I mean, they they don't like to share anything. And they yeah. f- they don't fight a lot, but they fight. Yeah. Um, we'll roughhouse each other. And, like, that age gap is exactly what Carter and Cameron are going to be. Yeah. So I'm I'm literally, I was literally looking at my future today. <laughs> I feel you. What's crazy is it might be different though. It could be. It might be different because you know, with uh, Kai and Emma. Yeah. You know they two years apart. Partners in. So Kai. yeah, but they partners. She's a female version of him. Well, if that's the case, then they're gonna you know haze, they're gonna haze the heck out of their mama then. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's what they do to Nicole right now. She be about to pull a hair out by the time I get yes, home. Yes. Yes. Just crazy, yeah. you know, Kai. You know yeah. what I mean? He light skin. He do crazy he shit. Is. He, is light skin. he is light skin. He's like my dog. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> he he about to beat his own drum. So get this. this. Came over here Sunday to get the XR. Kai hugs me, hugs my leg. I was scared. <laughs> you know that nigga set the fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He set them up, nigga. Um, about yourself, man. How was yours? So, all that was fun over there, but. My last week has been uh, mentally and physically fucking draining, dog. Yeah, I bet. And I almost called this one off, but I was like, nah, I'm going to need my niggas around me. Like, I don't need to shut down. Because I know if I shut down, I know where I'm going to be at. Yeah, we don't need that. So, we here. I didn't even write this episode 
at all. I said, fuck it. We just going to come in here and do what we do. I mean, we've done the majority of everything on the fly anyway. <laughs> yeah, true that. So, true that. 97%. <laughs> yeah, 97%. 97%. You know what I mean? Right. But, um, yeah, man. So, uh, Monday, found out that my great uncle Miller passed. Mm. He was 90. Um, hmm. Long and productive life. Yeah, long and productive life, but he passed away from COVID. Yeah. Um, then the next day, I get a text message from my aunt telling me that my grandma's sister passed away. Mm. Um, she had fried butrosis. Okay. So, um, yeah, she had been dealing with that for the past 20 years or so. So, um, yeah, found out that she passed, and she has a brother that I I have no clue about him. But he also passed away a couple weeks ago. So, like, yeah, on both sides of the family, yeah. it's been, you know, yeah. passing. You know, it's, just, it's just funny that the first episode we did this year, everybody eventually leaves. everybody leaves. Mm-hmm. And then in my family, and then we got friends and yeah. stuff that, like, just, you know, passed, man. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's wild how... I always wonder, I was telling my wife, I was like, I always wonder my whole entire life, when is this, when is this going to happen? Yeah. Like, last year, for Taz, it happened. Yeah. Like, all the time, it was like, damn, this family member passed, this family member passed. Like, just like, not from just old age, neither. It was like, this hit him and then mm-hmm. died. Like, unexpected shit died, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just... Death is just weird, and it's been fucking with me mentally. And I think it's been fucking with me more mentally because so many has happened in the past three weeks. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. You know that's what I mean? Lot, like, that's a lot. Three, four weeks has been five people. Yeah. So trying to get through all that and then doing all the stuff that I'm doing on the side and this pod and all that stuff like that. At least just, you keep it occupied, man. I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to. Usually it was just like like earlier today, yeah. I went into work. Went into work, we didn't really have nothing to do, so I was basically like sitting around. But sitting around don't, don't do good, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like thinking. I'm just thinking. So by by eleven thirty I was just like spent. Like mm-hmm. I just had to come home, get some love, you know, and Yeah. Get some love and I I wound up I wound up eating and passing out a little bit. And then next thing you know, they was outside. So, you know, man, I got up, went, smoked a little CBD, yeah, you know. Yeah. Was outside with them for a little bit and just, you know, just had a good time. Yeah. Then I went to go kill niggas on the game. What was that? That always was oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? You yeah. 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 Die a little bit. <laughs> Listen, we got, we got a little crew on there. You know me, me, Chad, Kenny Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all remember Kenny Brown. Yeah. Justin might not remember him, but you, I know you definitely the, remember him. I Kenny remember Brown. the nickname, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Thick Dick Kenny Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird, because it's like, I remember that nickname. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thick Dick Kenny Brown. <laughs> yeah, man, so. Uh, and uh, Kenny Brown's wife, too, Tiff. Yeah. She's black. She a sister. Yeah, right hey. on. Hey. Yeah, right, right on. She cool as hell. She from, uh, she from Maryland. Oh, she from the Yeah, TV. and it comes out too. Like, Ooh. so we was playing one night and it came out. I was like, Tiff, where you from? She said, I'm from Maryland. I went, Maryland. I knew it. <laughs> like, I knew it before you said it. Like, I knew you, I knew it. But, um, 
Yeah, man. Just uh, just make sure you hug your loved ones. I got to, man. And make sure I heard something today, man, where I need to take this into account. Because y'all know me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, niggas fuck me over. I'm just like, you know me, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all dead to me pretty much. But just, like, don't let anything be a regret when somebody passes. Facts. You know what I mean? Let the last conversation I had be a good one. I know you can't control it always, yeah. but try to. You know what I mean? Because you never know. You never know if something's going to happen. Nobody's promised tomorrow. You know what I mean? So just make yeah. sure make sure the people that you love and care about know that you love and care that's, about them. That's, that's a fact. But before we get into the pod, I want to say, if anybody out there needs any pressure washing done, mm-hmm. when, it comes to, when it comes to houses, siding, sidewalks, porches, trucks, cars, don't matter. If you need a person pressure wash, he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hit up Cook's Pressure Washing. You can find him online. You can find him on Facebook. He's... Phenomenal service. He did my, he did my uh, driveway. Yes. Uh, he did, yeah. He did the uh, front porch, all that shit. I didn't realize it was dirty until my man, <laughs> you know what I mean. My man did me right. So just know, you need any pressure washing done. Cooks pressure washing. Look him up. Hit him up. He give you a good price. Tell him we sent you. Yes. If you don't tell him we sent you, it don't matter because he going to know it came from us. Of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we ain't giving no discounts away. Absolutely not. We need all our bread. <laughs> we need the chips. Money. We need the, the chips, chips with, with the, the dip. dip. You feel me? <laughs> chips with the dip. Fact. Now, I'm sh- I'm sure he might do a little something, something <laughs> on the end. You know what I mean? You drop, you drop Nico, you know what I mean? They, they hold a little weight, baby. I guess. Oh hell! Oh hell! I see how it is. I see how this hey. is gonna go. When I come, when it comes to my money, niggas start acting funny. I need, I need all my bread. I need all my bread. Hey, pay the man all his bread, yeah, please do. Because you know what I mean. Man started his own business. Yeah, supporting you know what I mean your own mm-hmm. business. It's free to support a business, but it's gonna cost for and, the service. And to start a business during a pandemic. Word. This it's just hustling, baby. That's it. That's a lot of cojones. Hustling, baby. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, man. I asked him. I was like, "What made you jump off the porch?" He was like, "Man, I got tired of working for people. Sometimes it's that small. That's, that's literally yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's that small. Then you just gotta, you know, what I mean, keep it moving. Yeah. In the spirit of keeping it moving, let's yeah. get into the pod. So, okay. First of all, since we ain't talk about sports in a couple weeks. Uh huh. I just want to know y'all thoughts about the Nets, nigga. Uh, they out here playing, man. They doing pretty uh, decent. You, yeah. You think they need to trade somebody to uh to get pieces around them? Get it, a big and some bench. I saw they. I saw they brought in uh, Shumpert. Yeah. What's that going to do? Nothing. Um. Nah, he a defensive stopper. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that. Which they need. Um. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt to trade. Kyrie was cooking the other night though. I mean, yeah, but, but when when KD's only taking twelve shots a game, that's oh, but crazy. there you go. So I mean, he, is, he's back in OKC. But see, the thing is, it just so happens he got an MVP now <laughs> instead of him being the six man. So with that, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to trade Kyrie because I mean he'd get you a lot. I mean, the you know the man's cooking right now and cooking like booking, nigga. Hey man, it's Crisco out there, baby. Um, 
I mean, that's that's trade bait. That's trade bait. So, I mean, you but can get would, you a bench. You say who, you get a who big. Would you, who would you trade them for, oh, That's though. a good question. You know what I mean? They trade away the, the point, young right. nigga that they should have kept. So, I'm a, I'm a fan of Miles Turner out there. And, uh, Indian ain't giving them up. No, I know they ain't giving like them up, what? but that's a good. They, they, uh, he's a good big. He can shoot they the uh, number two seed right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what's his name? Karis LeVert ain't even playing yet. Right. So, that's good. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I mean it's good, it's good trade bait, but uh, I mean, Kevin Love, maybe. Nah, well, this was, they, this, they was in talks about getting Kevin, but Love. I know he wouldn't want to go back to Cleveland. I would get Andre Drummond. I go to Denver. Okay, make it a three. You gotta Denver? make it. A, you gotta make it like a three team trade. What big are you giving up at the Bobo, nigga? Yeah, I would, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna, tell you, I'm gonna tell you the three motherfuckers you're gonna have to give me. You already know Porter Jr. Okay. That ain't Jeremy happen. Grant. Ooh, that ain't, that ain't happen. Happen. Jeremy Grant ain't there no more. Yeah, yeah he, in, uh, he he in uh Detroit. Yeah. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. That nigga yeah. He, that nigga there getting buckets, nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like like he was supposed to. I mean, you can send him to Detroit and get Grant. Get but who else? Uh Griffin. Nah, I ain't nah. getting Griffin. Nah, you Why would you do that? I don't know. But I still would think about, but they're not gonna give Michael Porter Jr. No, no, no that's what I'm saying. They almost kind of stuck with him, unless they go get Andre Drummond. Yeah, but why? Because he's he's a better version of uh, DeAndre Jordan. Then what, what you do with DeAndre Jordan? Come off the bench, nigga. You got the perfect. I'm you not, got the perfect sub. How much you paying? They pay him like twelve a year. It don't matter, nigga. They got money, money. They not, <laughs> that twelve million. It's nothing to them. I mean, but. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't yeah. know who you would trade them for. I don't know. That's that's people say trade them. I'm I'm one of them. Like in a perfect world, you trade them yeah. and get niggas. You Be- know what I mean? Because right, but who you trade them for? As of right now, you know, I would say they're a second round exit because they're gonna be so burned out by the end of the season. You know, well, who- James Harden gonna go cold in the playoffs anyway. He, well, there you go. So now you gotta rely. Now you gotta rely on KD, who's always the, hot in the playoffs. The Knicks yeah. gonna bust their ass. Oh, another thing. Fuck the Nets, nigga. The we Nets, back, nigga. We, we back. back. We are back, nigga. Yo, we are so we are so back. De- Dennis Smith Jr. said, hey, man, let me we play in the G League. G- I need some minutes. He said, yo, I got to get some minutes, Tibbs. Send me to the G League, which I commend. Yeah. Because he is a player on somebody's team. He really is. He should be playing on ours. He should be, but we clicking so well with the core that we have. And right. I understand. Like, right. It's not like Tibbs don't want to play him, but just like I can't fuck this yeah, up right I can't, now, baby. I can't find minutes for you. Plus, I like driving these niggas in the ground, <laughs> so I'm not gonna do it, my nigga. I'm not. Maybe, That's true. maybe you could go get um, what's my man's name? Play for Utah. He used to play for Atlanta. Bird? No, not Bird. Atlanta back in the day. Oh, um, Millsap. No. Is it not Paul Millsap? No, yeah, well, no, not, not Millsap. Who Millsap? Oh, Millsap. But I think for, about uh, it because he played for Denver. both of them. That's yeah, why I'm thinking about. I'm him. thinking about he's he's. I oh, mean, he come off the bench. He can come off the bench. He's a big oh, man. What's the cast name? He used to play for Atlanta. He used to play for Atlanta. I thought he used to play for Atlanta. Look it up, nigga. Oh, you got I your phone. phone. I do got my phone. Now. I do nigga. got it out. Hang That's on. why we need to look it up, nigga. We do need to look it up. We need to look it up, nigga. I <laughs> I've been I've been loud wrong this whole podcast. <laughs> we, we need a views look it up, nigga, and we need an assistant. We do for sure. At least I need an assistant because nigga tired. Nine paid. 
Come on, get my non-paid assistant. Yeah, this is um, it's a school <laughs> credit. <laughs> Listen, I need, I need the assistant to be like a maid and a nanny as well. So then she Derek can, favors Derek favors. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. He's That'd a good cool. forward. I mean, yeah. he's a, he's a he's not a big big guy, but um, he's a, he's got some size on him. Yeah, I need the assistant to be like double as a nanny maid, helping Nicole out too. <laughs> oh, help Nicole out. Yeah, that's fine. We're paying something, food. What she look like? She might get paid for something. <laughs> I knew that nigga was gonna say that. I I've knew playing, he was gonna guys. say that, bro. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I really just wanted to talk sports about the Knicks being the Knicks. Sit him to Chicago for who? Lloyd Markinen. Hmm. I mean, that not, that might not be bad. Yeah, like they need another point anyway. I mean, you slide, uh, slide old buddy to the two. But what's hilarious is the the hilarity of this. Before we get off of this, is Kyrie was in search of his own team and his own destiny mm-hmm. and control it all mm-hmm. and not being bronze shadow. And the nigga went from Can't Cleveland get- to Boston. Them young niggas was like, "You get got the fuck to out of here! Get the fuck out of here, nigga! We was one game away Without from you. sending your your team home, my nigga." Um, Thanks. Then. Went with you. We only went to the second round, my nigga. Then the nigga leaves there after say he's going to be there forever. Leaves there, go to Brooklyn. And the only reason why he was in Brooklyn, because KD was like, I want him. Then the 27 games he played, they had a winning record without him. So they went from the playoffs with all the niggas that they had. It's kind of like the Knicks when uh, we gave up all that shit for Melo. Yeah. And then it took us a little while, but we, you know what I mean? We've. Finally working some shit out. The Knicks was a playoff team with Ray Felton and Larry mm-hmm. Fields and uh, Danilo oh, Gallinari. Uh-huh. All them niggas, right? And then we traded the house for Mello, which you got to do. We still went it's, to the playoffs. It's the same thing. Yeah, we still went to the playoffs and we was making runs in the playoffs. It just, it just couldn't click with Amari and Mello mm-hmm. because the niggas played the same position. Yeah. But Melo was not trying to come off the three, my nigga, which I understand. Because the nigga was cooking. The nigga was averaging 30 a night. Yeah. You know, like, why change it? Why send him to the four, which is his best position, you know? But anyway, I say all that to say, my Knicks are back. You feel me? I think. We gonna get into the playoffs with twenty nine wins. There's only seventy two games. You might know what's funny though. This might actually be the first year we might have a winning record, and I'm gonna pass out. (laughs) It's gonna happen. Yo, we make it, bro. We make it to the playoffs. I'm gonna go fucking insane. Can't nobody tell me shit. I don't give a fuck if we lose four straight games by a hundred game, a hundred points every fucking game. I'm talking cash shit. You what? hear me? If we get our ass smacked every game in a in a playoffs, I don't care. I don't give a fuck if we get swept. But guess what? I think we want to trade, my nigga. Because the nigga that we traded to somebody's team, this oh, nigga here beside me, to the left of me, yeah. with the, you know what I mean, with the hair, nigga, you feel me? A little thick over there. Damn, uh, the deacon, <laughs> church nigga over here, it's you a feel me? Thick. <laughs> Little thick, really? Little thick over here, you feel uh, me? That's going to be my Twitter handle. 
I'm changing that right now. Little, little thick over here. I'm changing that right Damn. now. Damn. That unicorn nigga can't buy a basket. Us, and he stay hurt. Us three has made more points than him in the last couple games, my nigga. And I'm on the couch, chilling, trying to get my heart right, nigga. You feel me? <laughs> shit, Nick, my shit already bad. Nigga so turned into a bum. <laughs> nigga went from... Nigga went from being a catalyst to try to beat the Clippers to nigga can't do shit. He just seven foot of nothing. After he got beat up that summer, he ain't been right. He's, he's, <sighs> we still got it's a long it's a long season, so we'll see. We will see how it go. But that nigga Luca frustrated though. Yeah, he really he's tired really of this shit. He's really frustrated. Say he about to go to Europe, nigga. Get some get some championships up, nigga. He'll still make the Hall of Fame if he do it. True. Because it's the National Basketball Hall of Fame. But anyway, moving on from that. Y'all going to watch the Super Bowl? Probably a little bit. So I get off, I, I'm going to miss at least an hour and a half. <laughs> so that noise you're hearing in the background is my son just getting out the bathtub, butt-ass naked, just shaking his doodah everywhere. So, yeah. yep, I'm keeping that in there. <laughs> But yeah, you say you gotta work. Yeah, cause I work Sunday, so I mean I don't get up to seven thirty. So game starts at six thirty. Where? So I at least catch the halftime. Who's who's performing at halftime? Uh, I think the weekend. Could be a good could be a good halftime performance. Yeah. Um, you gonna watch it? A little bit. Word. No. Eat me some wings. Yeah. Cause that's what you do at the Super Bowl. Probably just watch it a little bit. Hey man, if you wanna come out with me, we doing a. Uh, we doing a uh, live show at the I Say Podcast Network, the yeah. gym complex in Greenville. I think it's um, 880 South Pleasantburg Drive, mm-hmm. uh, the gym complex. It's a dope-ass facility. It's a, It's got a podcast station. It's got a... Uh, yeah, buddy. Yeah. I'm, where what go? I don't know, but I like this hair right here. He gonna be killing him when he, he look, get the high look, school boy. He got that hair like Prince in '81. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga wanna be Purple Rain so bad. <laughs> um, only if I can get him to play basketball as good as Prince, and we'd be good to go. You know what I mean? Um, so the gym p- complex is where we doing this at. It's a okay. podcast facility. It's a studio. You know, it's a. You need photography done. You need shirts done. You need whatever you need. It's a one stop shop. For everything you need for a creative. And um, uh, we partnered up with the I Say Network, mm-hmm. uh, started by uh, Is The Real Truth, cool ass cat. Uh, me and Keys is going to be on there at 6 o'clock from 6 to 6.30. We're going to be talking to a couple of um, financial advisors about financial liter- literacy and, you know I mean, just tying it to podcasting <laughs> as a whole. Um. What man? Oh, little thing. <laughs> so yeah, man. Y'all that's can cool. catch us. Y'all can catch us on. Uh, I think we go on Facebook Live. Uh, Facebook Live. I'll send out the links. But uh, Sunday, six o'clock. Well, I'm gonna put this podcast out early so y'all can, you know, what I mean, get all this information because mm-hmm. we usually post it seven o'clock on Sundays. But if I tell y'all all of this information, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, that shit done passed." Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to record it or not. Maybe mm. we will. So uh, if we do record it, 
You know what I mean? You'll see it post Super Bowl, but yeah, yeah six o'clock from six to six thirty is gonna be me and Keys. And um for the life of me, I can't remember the the two guys' names, but yeah, we just gonna have dope conversations. And all throughout the night, like after us, there's gonna be other podcasts that come on and um come on. So it's gonna be a live show all throughout the Super Bowl. So Word. y'all so. can catch us. I can catch us while we doing that. You know, I'm going to have my views gear on. Nigga. Of course, got to represent. You know what I mean? Got to represent. If I had some high definition shit, I'll put that on. Working on it. I might even <laughs> I might even have to wear the Goku chain, nigga. You know what I mean? Let niggas know what time it is. I'm out here dropping bombs. Spirit bombs? It's going to be kind of weird, though. I'm not going to lie. Because y'all know me. Yeah. You know, I, I say shit crazy, but we're going to be talking to... You know what I mean? Two niggas that ask if it's going to be uh, family friendly. Mm-hmm. And you know me. And you know Keys. Oh, yeah. But Keys is way more professional than I am when it comes to the podcast shit. I'm you getting be all right. it. I'm getting it. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I won't say nigga bitch too much. <laughs> or at all. I'll be on my best behavior. But if you want to come with me, you can. Um. Yeah, so moving on. Mm-hmm. So y'all hear about this uh, T.I. and Tiny shit? I heard a yes. smidge of it. I didn't really get the details. It's been so much like, it, for me, it just kind of been like, who I'm gonna wait? Yeah, until I get a little more information. Like I, I, I read it through some of the stuff, and I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say they did it. But I'm gonna say it kind of fit into a lot of shit this nigga be saying. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. So if people out there that don't know. There's a woman that came out and said that basically T.I. and Tiny been sex trafficking women for years. Mm. And it sounded a little sketchy to me. But you don't know what people do. I'm not I'm not saying Tip did it. I'm not saying he didn't do it. I'm not saying Tiny did it. I ain't saying she didn't do it. But all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I don't know. Because out of most of the uh, most of the cases, most of them said it was consensual. Yeah, but and I, then it's also been a lot of women that they caught in lies and faking stuff yeah. as well. But a, a lot of it just sound like he a disrespectful nigga. That's just what it sound like to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, to yeah, be yeah. perfectly honest, is uh, and I'm, I'm gonna say this too. Like it doesn't mean it's not sexual assault because if you, you doing something that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You're being made to feel like you have to do it, but y'all gotta learn to tell these niggas no. Like a lot of these celebrities and shit like that. Like I know, if you uncomfortable with something, like you gotta really make it clear because that shit gonna cause trauma in your life. Yeah, and you never made it like, not to say like your body language and shit wasn't saying it because a lot of times niggas ain't reading that mm-hmm. when you need to because that still can be considered. Sexual assault. Mm-hmm. We don't realize that, but yeah. if you ain't paying attention to their body language, because sometimes you can be in shock, and that's what some of these cases sound like. Yeah, but this nigga was out here, you know, for allegedly. I'm gonna say allegedly, mm-hmm. he was out here talking to these women like cash shit, and I'm not gonna talk about all of them. I'm talking about one that stood out to me was the one where she said she was giving head for six hours and had to go <laughs> to a hospital. God damn, six hours. And she was like, that nigga didn't give a fuck. Like, but you got to do what you got to do. All right, so question. She was a real throw baby out here, wasn't she? Question. First of all, I never heard that song a day in my life. Heard it day. Um, Second of all, 
How long? Two questions. Two parter. Uh-huh. One. How long do you like to have sex for? And how long is like should head be given and received? This is this is the thing. <laughs> every single, every, well, not every single, but ninety percent of them was like this nigga do drugs the whole time, right? Well, I'm sure. So this is my thing. You you ever seen niggas high on cocaine? For long <laughs> I have never seen. <laughs> I have nigga, never. You know it, they it like can, ecstasy and shit. It can too, happen, so. nigga. Like hours and hours. That is not like that's known. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Go get her. <laughs> Back it. Like, that's why I was like, when they were talking about the drugs part, like, this is this whole thing is not funny, right? But I'm going to say this, the, when you're talking about the drugs part, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to say the nigga didn't do it, but this shit sound like, this sound like some shit that some drug, some drug nigga going to do. And, a lot of things he be saying, like mm-hmm. just how he is as it pertains to women, I'm like, mm. I just I think a lot of it might be perception. Yeah, and he's not helping his cause because of the type of nigga he is. Yeah, but I think some of it is like especially with the the trafficking part. Not to say that they aren't, but I think the biggest part of the problem is that people have not told him no. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of people have not, because he's been so rich, he's so famous for so long, and he he one of the kings of Atlanta. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of females might feel like it's hard to say no, right? Yeah. I don't like this, so I don't like that. And I don't think it, without a shadow of a doubt that he's caused trauma for a lot of these women. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But you know what I'm saying? He was like, when he what stood out to me, he was like, oh, I ain't never raped nobody. That don't mean you ain't sexually assaulted nobody. Yeah, but nobody. consensual trauma is a is a thing. Yes, and the thing is, all right, it could have been, it could have started off consensual. You yeah. could have did something, some shit that she didn't like at all, right? And they could have voiced it. And the other part, which is definitely a no no, a lot that's been coming up a lot. It's not the first time you heard about this from mm-hmm. Atlanta rappers or big people. Period. Is this fucking Molly Juice? Y'all heard about that shit? Mm-mm. Nope. So they say like. Once they start like saying like, "Oh, this is not something we like" or whatever, the Molly Juice comes out, right? Ah, uh, give them something to kind of just. And then next thing you know, got you. They calm. That's some nasty nigga shit right there. Yeah, not to yeah. say that. That's some rapey. Like nasty. until until all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what out. I'm saying. Yeah, it's still it's still way too fresh. I'm not gonna hold back what I'm gonna say because of it. I'm yeah, gonna say nah, go ahead, if this man. comes out to be true. You a nasty, rapey nigga. Oh, yeah. Nah, he we, going in the rapey We putting fame. you in the Hall of Fame. H- him yeah. and Tiny. But just like we did with the Meg thing, we yeah. going to wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Nah, I need y'all niggas to answer this question, nigga. Mm-hmm. How long y'all doing a butt for? And how long do you, how long should giving and receiving last? First of all, first of all, I don't time myself. Me either. I've never timed My myself. My nigga. For sure, I, nah. I never time you. myself. I, <laughs> I feel like if you time yourself, then it's just a job, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, shit. Some day, some days you might get it for a while. Some days might be. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, Felicio, yeah. that's up to her. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I hate your political answers, nigga. I'm real. Come on, son. with me. Mine ain't that far from Texas, but it's different. <laughs> Like, I'm always been the type of dude. Like, 
I'm very much like when it comes down to sex, I'm like trying to please my partner. So it's just like if if this is what she like to do, you do however long you want to do it. <laughs> like I'm the type of nigga like it is what I'm. I go with the flow. So yeah, I ain't too much like oh it got to be for an hour or a half an hour. Nah, I, mean, I don't nah. do fuck. <laughs> I mean, I have a I have a rule with myself. I was telling Nicole this the other day. So. <laughs> It's two things that makes me feel like I'm a failure. <laughs> you get your before she gets. Nah, it ain't even that. It's not even that. It's like one if, like I don't last. Like if it's one of those heat of the moment things, and you like bust too early, even though I can keep going, like it right. fuck with you though. Yeah, it it'll <laughs> fuck it'll fuck with me, right? So I feel like I'm a failure there, and then like and. I mean, it's only happened like one time, but still, in the back of my mind, I'm like, nah, this shit ain't gonna happen. It has psyched me out so much that, like, maybe sometimes I just won't do it because I <laughs> because it's such a block in my head. It's such a block in my head that it's just like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm gonna give you this pound work, and then <laughs> I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you this pound work, and it's all about you. And another thing is, if you know me, and I'm I'm down there, you know I me, mean? doing doing the lick monster, you know. If you know she don't she don't relieve herself while I'm down there, then I feel like a failure in that way too. Now that part, so I got a rule. I, you gotta, you know I me. Mean? You gotta, you know I me. Mean? You I gotta you. get off both you. ways. Yeah. I agree with that. That's always been if in my repertoire. If both ways happen, yeah, if both ways happen, because, you know, sometimes, I need you know, at least when you two. marry, you know what I mean, when you marry, you have sex all types of ways. You got to get fucking creative, <laughs> especially especially with these little niggas running around, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> because just because they go to sleep mean you safe. Not at all. Because them, them niggas like popping up, nigga, all that stuff, nigga. If you don't take your ass to sleep... Damn. So it might not be both ways, but my rule is, you know what I mean? You got to get off at least once both times. Got you. I'm a, like, both I don't want to go too, I mean. too deep into this conversation, but I'm going to say, when I was like a young nigga, when I was in college, I was like, girl, we, uh, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to get mine. Okay? I'm in here for me. Then I had a girlfriend. I was like, nigga, I got I to make sure I'm pleasing this motherfucker. So ever since then, I'm like, it got to be at least two. She got to get at least two before I get one of mine. Because if I don't want nobody talking shit about me. Right. Okay. I can't have my name sullied in the streets. Nah, nah <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> I got a good name out here, and it ain't going to go down because I didn't perform. You feel me? Can't, feel you know what I mean? Nah. You ain't going to be talking shit about me. That's how, you get, that's how your friends get fucked. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Now I got to prove myself all the goddamn time. This shit is tiring, man. Line them up. <laughs> Dude. Oh, God. My son is a trip. Y'all just heard him again. Y'all going to hear him all through this damn podcast. Yeah. But the motherfucker got a, a can of can of air, just came in here, snuck over <laughs> here, looked at me like, I'm going to get you, nigga. Then just stood right there and just yelled. Now he's crying because his mama took it from him. Hey, boy. <laughs> Baby's crying. His actions Baby's remind crying. me of Dennis Rodman. <laughs> 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 not, not, not like, oh, he just too wild. But it just, 
it's like the unequivocal I don't give a fuck. I just respect that shit so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For like sure. it's just that I'm a I'm gonna do this shit how I want to do it. Where if you don't like it, that's a you problem. This thing, he's it's the Bobby Brown. Mind. That's true, but um, yeah. So uh, moving forward, I think this will be the perfect time to get into black as fuck with just cause. <laughs> oh, so that's what we called it. Yeah, yeah. Bad. Got to on this got you. on this segment of black as fuck. We're gonna talk about black love mm. and. In specifics, though, we're going to talk about the business of black love. And uh, as I talk about the business of black love, most people are like, what are you talking about? So, as we know, a lot of times when they talk about our traumas or whatever, Mm -hmm. they always go back to slavery and all of this. But people don't understand why. The black family and all of that is so broken. And a lot of times you have to trace it back to that. Mm-hmm. But you also have to trace it back to one very specific thing, and that's the lack of love or how we show mm-hmm. our love. Even And not even just talking about romantic love. It's friendships and it's your siblings and all of that. Like We don't know how to show love. And I, a lot of... A lot of this comes from just, like, the T.I. situation and all these other situations you look at. And a, a lot of these, like, a lot of people aren't staying married as long as they used to and things like that. And you start looking at it, and it's like your grandparents didn't necessarily have these issues, but grandma ass wasn't happy either. That's a fact. That's facts. A lot of people... A lot of people, you know what I mean, just stay in it because it's financial. The kids, finance, Mm -hmm. like whatever. They find a reason to stay in it, even though, like, they can say, oh, we've been married for 50 years, Mm -hmm. but, you know, 48 of them has been unhappy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of years has been unhappy. Or you see, like, the young couple that get married real young, Mm -hmm. inexperienced shit, and then they get older. And find themselves and realize this is not the nigga I should be with, or this is not the chick I should be with. You know what I mean? Like, and that's more the issue than anything else. It's like you don't you don't actually know yet. If you're not willing to grow together in a sense of trying to find yourself with each other, mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard to stay together. Cause me and Nicole got married when we was young, mm-hmm. right? We got married. We got married. Shit. How old was you when we got married, boo? Yeah, I about to say, we was like young. Shit, I was like 23. Yeah. Yeah. It was a year after Vaya? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, she wasn't 21 yet. And now we almost about to celebrate 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, that's. But also. We understood, like, all right, if we we going to make this work, we're going to have to grow together. Yeah. So we did. We explored things together, and we explored things separately. You know what I mean? Like, we found each other. We found ourselves within each other. Mm-hmm. We found ourselves outside of each other. 
So the bond will always be there. Like right. it don't matter if anything happens between us, the bond is always gonna be there. She's gonna have to build the, you know what I mean? I'm gonna have to build a shed out back if anything <laughs> ever happened. Cause I ain't going nowhere. I'ma see my kids every day. I'm gonna put them to sleep at night. Listen, you want some nigga to come in here and blow your fucking back out? Go at it. I don't care. But the bond is strong enough to be able to do some shit like that. Yeah. I know for um we shoot niggas in kneecaps. <laughs> like uh my case like case of, like me and my can me and Candace, like Me and my Candace. Me and my Candace, yes, my Candace. Yeah. My Candace. She is mine, I am hers. But um, you know, you like you said, growing together. Um you're you're always growing. There's always things uh within your relationship that you're constantly trying to get better at. Mm-hmm. Um I know one of the things for us is like you had to experience stuff separately in your own, you know, your lives when you're single. But when you get together, you talk about those, those, those things that you experienced, and then you start to see some commonality. Like her experiences are similar to mine, but they're different. Yeah. But you can you can see yourself in those situations, and so that when those things are like certain things arise in your marriage, you're able to maneuver through those things together because you all you both have those experiences separately. Yeah. And so like, um, one of the things is like, it's like knowing that love, like is a choice first and foremost. It's like, you're not always going to be happy about everything, but you should always have something to be happy about. And I think that's where, um, we get it wrong. Sometimes it's like, we always think that we got to be happy about everything. And you said these love though. That's not love. You set these unrealistic expectations. It's like I know that like there's gonna be things that my wife does that I don't necessarily like, but I'm okay, you know, because I love her. You know, she's gonna make her choices. I wanna make my choices. She's gonna make mistakes. I'm gonna make mistakes. Now, it's not to hold those over each other's heads, it's just that what do we learn? What do we learn here? Okay, so now moving forward, let's try not to make these mistakes again. And it's just it's finding the commonality between you two, growing growing in those things, and understanding that you're both two different people who have decided to be together. Yeah. Uh, so for for me, I have like a totally different like perspective. Well, not perspective, but like mm-hmm. I guess viewpoint than y'all would because I'm not married, and then I've also I will be when I do get married, I'll be the oldest out of y'all to get married. You know what I'm saying? Like gotcha. I've even got married. Oh yeah. So I've I've had a lot of experiences and I I realize like for me a lot of it is just realizing who I was who I have been as a who I am as a person is why like certain relationships haven't lasted is because I grew up in a house where my parents were married for 34 years. And you marry for 34 years, shit ain't always going to be good. Right. Right. So you have to, you have to like every couple of years relearn the, the brother mm-hmm. person. So, and as being children living it, shit ain't always, like I said, it ain't always been good. And that, that reflects on you. And you realize like you have to really be able to be in the struggle with somebody, whether Absolutely. for good or mm-hmm. bad. And when you have kids, you got to bring them along, but try to, Shield them as much from the bad stuff right. as you can, and you like as we talk about like 
black love, love in general. Um, that's just one form of love. And for us as white people, romantic love is always the love that we focus on the most. But we don't really talk about the other, like, the other two main ones I want to kind of talk about today, which are self-love mm-hmm. and non-romantic love, like friend love with your friends and yeah. with your other family members, things like that. And as we talk about like the business of black love, I, I say the business because when you look at the fact that the financial makeup of this country is built on the backs of our suffering. And the biggest part of that is, okay, if they are down, they're going to continue to buy, right? Mm-hmm. The less money that we have, it's, we always buy more because we're the biggest consumers. We are. The best thing for them, right, the people at the top is to keep us down because they're going to continue to make their money. Is that how everybody thinks? Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? But that's always been the way this country has ran. And if you understand, like, somebody's going to make money off of your suffering. Mm-hmm. So they they broke apart the family. They've made, like, black, black men, a lot of times, the only way that they had any power was in their homes. So a lot of times they took that out on their wife and on their families. And is that okay? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But back in how things were done in the olden times, you didn't talk about anything that was bad in your home. What happens in this house stays in this house. Mm-hmm. And it was years and years and years of trauma. Mm-hmm. And always, like the, the thought they always had of the solid black man, you look at your grandfather, or you look at TV, which you had um, James from Good Times. Right. You had um, Heathcliff Huxtable. And look at this one. Right now, in real life, you know what I'm saying it's a parallel to you don't know what always happens in those homes, yeah, and things like that. So I brought that up to say, as you look at the different dynamics in relationships as they've grown, we have a people who have always allowed things to be because that's how they've always been. Instead of saying, you know what now. We are to this point where we know about mental health. We know more about therapy and what what's always broken us. So now we need to get to the point where, A, we're not letting everybody else profit from our pain. Mm-hmm. And, B, we need to learn how to love each other better. And this group dynamic is one, especially when you talk about friend love, is different. Like, I was talking to one of my friends from college, and I was just saying, like, these relationships, this relationship right here and my relationship with my friends in college was the first relationships I ever had where, besides, like, people in your family where you was like, I love you and you mean it. You know what I'm saying? Not even yeah. just mean it. Like, it wasn't, like, quote-unquote gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, You tell yeah, your yeah, people, yeah. like, I love you. It don't mean, like, nothing crazy, but it, it meant a lot to me because I never seen that. Mm-hmm. I never, I grew up in a house where my parents told us they, of course, they told us that they loved us, but it wasn't all the time. They showed us more than they told us. So I've never been expressive with that. So I've always been very weird and awkward. So us, like, as black men being able to do that, that means a lot. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it shows a lot, especially in how we interact with ourselves and and when people see that and how we interact with them as well, they be like, you know what? These some good dudes. You know what I'm saying? And it, it reflects sometimes on how other people treat other people. And I think as we go forward as a people and all of all of us, right, whether we all in this together, whether you black, purple, all of that, and everybody is not going to be married to somebody that's black, right? But it's all going to be love. You know what I'm saying? Because your kids are going to be half black. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be half white or whatever. And they're all going to have to be in this world where for somebody they're going to be seen as black. Yeah. So the representation of love isn't always a romantic thing, but it's always going to be how you present yourself and how you give love to others will be how they see black love going forward. You know what I'm saying? And how we are. Because love is a universal language. And that's one of the, the ways that we, uh, that's one of the ways that we document how we feel about people. And when you leave this earth, um, even if there's not like an oral testament or a video testament of how, you know what I'm saying, of how you were on this earth, people are always going to be like, this person was this. You know what I'm saying? And they can pass that story down for generations and generations. And that could be the basis of the next generation. And we don't have to fake it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. We don't have to be like, oh, Grandpa was a good man, but he was beating the shit out of Grandma. Right. Now we, <laughs> yeah, 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 now right. we can be like, Grandpa was a good man and mean it. Yeah. And it, it'll, you know what I'm saying, again, pass down generation to generation on how we give and receive love. I like how you push shit, nigga. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I really don't have nothing to add on to that. Nothing at all. Um, appreciate you, man. I like this black as fuck uh, segment <laughs> we do. I don't know if the name is ever going to change, but for now, black as fuck is good. Um, so, moving right along, there was something else I wanted to talk to y'all about. Oh, yeah. So, it's a lot of chatter in the streets, man. Uh-oh. You know, you know the album that was supposed to drop uh, last month that didn't drop because the, the only only rapper I know that get basketball injuries, nigga go just as hard with basketball. Like, if he's a regular fucking athlete. I'm talking about Drake. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he got his own league and shit that they play at his house. Yeah. The OVO league. You gotta nigga. let that shit go. Nah, let your nigga, dreams go. Nigga, when you rich and you ain't got shit to do in the pandemic, that's what you do. You start a basketball league <laughs> and break fucking do. everything. Yo, bro, that's what we would do, nigga. And break tibias and fibias and all types bro, of shit. We be out there practicing, doing <laughs> drills, all what types about that of shit, now? nigga. Sprain something, man. Ain't breaking nothing. Nigga, if we was rich, we'd be doing more crazy shit than starting a basketball. And league. you know what we all be doing right now? Have our legs and splints and all type of shit. <laughs> when you rich, but we pay, baby. We pay. <laughs> it, pay that shit matters. That's but, all right. Uh, pain heals. So, <laughs> for a long time, we've been in the Drake era. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Drake era is just like? Because I'll say this: I've heard Charlemagne talk spicy two different times, and mm. I usually don't talk about other people when they say shit, but. 
this one just caught me like this shit is just weird. Um Yeah, man. Just uh is it still the Drake era? Mm-hmm. Do Drake need anybody for a feature? It's basically what I'm getting at. Fuck the era shit. Is Drake at a point now where he needs somebody for a feature to to be hot? We're, we're asking the wrong question. What's the right question? Do Tell pe- me. Do people need a Drake on their album? No, I, I, I believe I agree with Taz. Um, because at the end of the day, he gonna do numbers regardless. Only way your era like um is deceased is if you put out bad shit after bad shit. And if he's still on his grind, and he's still... I mean, he may he may not be, like, have a number one album out right now, but that's just because he ain't dropped shit right now. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, the argument from Charlemagne is this is the little baby era. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he, he, he been in the game three years. He been hot three years. This can't be your era yet when this other man is still hot. How long Drake been going? 10, 11 years. There you go. So well, he been he been on his shit for 10, 11 years. He been so around longer. Three years ain't no error. Three years ain't no error. Nah. Not an error. Nigga, that's that's a that's a quarter. Of a season, dog. I mean, you gotta understand. Like Jay-Z been around since album been out since ninety six. He's been around for way longer, but album been out since ninety six, mm-hmm. first album. That nigga still hot. It's twenty four years. Where niggas still want Jay features. Yes. Like, dude, Drake been Drake been popping, popping. Here's my thing. Let me come on. Some now. people just transcend that stuff. Like Jay would be a, a transcendent. Drake would be a transcendent. Like, baby, he might be popping for another two, three years and then fall off. Might, Drake. But he might yeah. stay. Drake matter. is he like might. Drake is like Bron, bro. Once they hit their prime, they just been in it. Right. It don't matter what happens during the season. They just been in it, bro. But also, when you think about the two people who are, like, the outliers, they have something that other people don't. It's like, for Jay, he was, he's the hustler, but he wasn't, like, the thug. Mm-hmm. So he can kind of run in and out of the lanes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He can... He can make commercial records, but still have shit that the streets respect. Right. Mm-hmm. And Drake, he gonna make that sing songy shit that the women love, but that nigga can spit his ass off. So everybody gonna respect it. He's versatile. When you talk about Lil Baby, Lil Baby can rap his ass off, mm-hmm. and he is melodic, but he he's not a one trick pony. But that nigga just like to talk street shit. Yeah. He don't really want to navigate too far away from it. You know what I'm saying? We'll see as the years go how he transitions. Right. But as of right now, this is still a Drake era. And I get what he was trying to say. I was trying to be devil's advocate early. Me and, <laughs> yeah. and Nick were talking about it. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of understand what Charlemagne was trying to say, but he was reaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too much of a reach, bro. It's like people got to stop this shit. Like, stop with all these damn... Like, and it only happens in hip-hop. It only happens in hip-hop where... Niggas are hot for so long or, you know what I mean, they doing such great work for so long that they got to find something to discredit everything they ever did. Right. It's like, bro, if somebody put out a bad song but they gave you 100 great ones, it don't make them bad. 
He just put out a bad song. But that's the thing. People always want to see that one glaring problem. Yeah. And magnify it. Like, dog, I just gave y'all a thousand great records and I gave you one mediocre song. One and record I tried now to do you're like, different oh, on. I'm falling off. Yeah, I I try to do something different on one album. And then all of a sudden it's like everything I ever did in the culture gotta be questioned. Like, right. no, nigga, I'm solidified. But if they got favorites, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'ma say the shit and I don't care who don't like it, come see me. This nigga, Tupac, right? Mm-hmm. God rest his soul. One of my favorite rappers. Right. Tupac is a legend without, you know, any anybody can't can't say he's not a legend. But out of all the legends, he recorded so much music mm-hmm. that he and you look at his albums, and I'm not BSing. You can listen to his albums. He got more bad songs on it than he got good songs. I agree. Right? Like the good songs, that's the ones you always listen to. You're like, oh, these, these joints is busting, but he got a lot of filler. Like more than any other so-called legend, he got the most filler. But ain't nobody gonna say nothing like that about him. Mm-mm. Even if he was alive. He made he made he got the most albums with filler. And nobody's ever gonna say that. It's like, cause he never was number one in any era. Like when mm-hmm. he was alive, he was never number one. Like, oh, he's the best rapper. Cause you had dudes who was out here spitting. And not to say that he's not phenomenal. He was phenomenal. But I had a now. comment and I said, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not disrespecting this man. It's he's not, not to discredit him at all, but I'm just saying, like No, it's it was a comparison, but I'm gonna leave it for off the record. <laughs> but you facts, you're right. I'll say it. Yeah, he got a lot more bad records than he had good records. But that doesn't, like, really discredit him for nah, what he, he did. Um, My damn uncle would shoot me if I damn shoot the shit out of me if he hear me talk about uh, pop the way <laughs> I do. I mean, but yeah, people can pull up the album. I listen to the album. Hey, the, the catalog is there, yo. I don't want to say bad. <laughs> I won't say bad. He got all rights. Yeah. He got the most all rights. There's, I mean, I'm, it's skippable albums. Like, yeah. you, can, <laughs> you, you know. You can skip, like, besides the, the good song, like the song that you know. Yeah. You can skip the rest of the album. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all I really had this episode. I didn't, like I told y'all earlier in the episode, I didn't really have the mental capacity the, the past couple of days to write an episode. So, I kind of just... Leaned on my guys and came up with some, you know what I mean, some stuff on the fly and just have some good conversation and just letting these dudes know that uh, they mean more to me than they can ever, they can ever know, man. And, uh, you know, love your, love your loved ones hard and uh, never hold anything back, man. Got words of wisdom? Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It ain't really, a, it ain't really words of wisdom. It's kind of like a poem. Oh, yeah. Shit. This yeah. the shit y'all was talking about earlier. Oh yeah. Hey. Oh yeah. Hey, that boy got some fire. Oh yeah. That's all oh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right. Since we was on the topic of black love, <sighs> okay. Exquisite black queen, I like love. Celebrate who you are. You don't fit into society's beauty standards, but your beauty. 
Oh God, let me let's we're gonna cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> let's do a rewind on All that. Right. All right. <laughs> Exquisite black queen. I like, love, and celebrate who you are. You don't fit into society's beauty standards, but you're beautiful the way you are. I know your worth and you know mine. I respect who you are and you respect who I am. As a woman, you are beautiful on the inside, empowered, powerful, fearless, and comfortable in your own skin. I've got flaws, you've got yours, but we're still confident. This queen right here is flawed yet phenomenal, valuable and unique. Black love, melanin drip. It tastes like honey. Come let me get a sip. <laughs> This nigga Taz, this nigga Taz, boy, he a wild nigga, boy. Wild, boy. That nigga a wild nigga. Hey, you got to watch Taz. He'll pull, he'll pull some shit out of somewhere, boy. God damn. Y'all hear the digging? That nigga be preaching on the Ratchet Podcast. And with that said, no matter the view, it's Slow always respect. real respect. And that was another episode of Views from the Floor podcast. <laughs>